evening, everyone. Welcome to the FPM Manual Podcast. I'm your host, the FPM Runner, and my name is Wale. And um, welcome back, you know, old listeners. And um, if you're here with me for the first time as a new listener, you're also welcome to the show. And um, last time we were here, we talked about um, the, um, how approaching the new season, um, looking at the fixtures going forward. We talked about um, teams to avoid. You know, possibly in the first eight games, talk about the things to you know look into, and the likes of Spurs, um, you know, Tottenham, uh, Spurs, Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, and you know what have you. And now, during the I think the time we were here last time about two weeks ago, there were um, I spoke about the FPL prize release coming soon, prize review coming soon rather, and uh, as that Friday, last Friday, the first of July. The prize release letter came. So, as that this evening around six, I think all the teams, and the twenty teams so far, have gotten a few, not all, a few of their prizes, you know, released for us. So, they are they are little bit of good prizes. In fact, they are decent prizes, very decent prizes. A few over the top prizes, over prize players, and um, you know, best value players. There are a little bit of you know, potential gems I'm seeing so far. So that's what we're talking about today. So basically, the title of today's uh, episode will be my reaction to you know the FPL price review and um, what are my thoughts on players we should you know look forward to based on their prices and um, how we could incorporate these guys into our teams. I'll also be touching upon um, if my kind of a draft thing. I don't do too many drafts, but based on the prices, I have a sort of a draft ready, you know, for this. Um, for this period of time that um we're able to assess um, um the prices and you know we know the game, the features at hand at the same time I'm touching upon um yeah who are my best players um, going forward um what are my thoughts on the prices generally and you guys will be able to share your thoughts on that with me um during this show so yeah let's let's hold on and go for a short break now and we'll be back to talk more about all this. So, um, prize we started on Friday, as I said, and on Friday we got um, a few prize release from teams such as um, Man City, Arsenal. Um, okay, Arsenal. Was, I think Arsenal again. Yeah. Arsenal, Man City, Arsenal, and um, I, can't, I can't remember them, you know, correctly. Like how they thought arranged, but I'll try and check. Um, City, Arsenal, Brentford. Um, Brighton and I think Leeds, Leeds and Leeds, yeah, as a day one, we got those assets. Then we kept on coming forward as a then. So for um, I'll quick, I'll quickly touch on the best prices I've seen so far. And um, 
for each team. So for Man City, I'll start with Man City. For Man City, um, Cancelo was still priced at seven million. Diaz six, Kai Walker five. Kevin De Bruyne was priced at twelve million. Sterling ten. Um, Phil Foden eight. Mares eight. Godwin seven point five. Grealish seven point zero and Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva seven point zero and Haaland. The new Man City man striker, eleven point five. So, um, following that, Arsenal, there are a little bit of um, surprises there. Looking at Arsenal defense, especially Arsenal defense, four point five. Ben White and um, Tomiyasu was still four point five. Then some other players like Martinelli six six million, Tenny defense to five million, um, Ramsdale five million, Gabriel five million, and. Uh, but generally, the midfield, okay, there's this Fabio Vieira guy that signed lately, 6 million, uh, Edinkata, 7 million, Saka, 8 million, Odegaard, 6.5, and so on and so forth. So, this was the release we got on Friday, and I will not want to waste too much time on all the assets, team by team, because there are 20 teams there. So, I've done a summary for us today about who I think is the most, the cheap assets we should consider. Um, the best um, the best route into having a selection of maybe three premium players in your team like a premium kind of you know team and um, if it's still possible anyway because Son now is priced at 12 million Haaland 11.5 we have KDB 12 million so it's kind of difficult but I will touch upon that and um, yeah yeah that will start from tonight so price review if you want to check more on the entire set of prices, you know, kindly follow at official FPL on Twitter, or you could check uh, FF Scouts. They have it in a very designed list where you can see, you know, the entire price review. So I recommend their page also. So moving on, the same prices I see for this season so far, I would say um, number one on my list would be Allison at 5.5 million. Okay, Alisson, since he joined uh, Liverpool about two, three seasons ago, yeah, three, four seasons rather, he has always been priced at 6 million. So, seeing Alisson at 5.5 million, who got about 190 something points, if I'm not mistaken, um, he's pretty, that's a pretty decent price for a goalkeeper who will play every match of the season for Liverpool, who will literally get, will literally not be rotated this season. So, um, Alisson at 5.5 is an incredible price for a Liverpool defence. But the only issue is um, he, he kind of clogs up these extra spots if you want to have three Liverpool players. If you want to have like Trent, Diaz, and um, Salah, or Trent, Robertson, and Salah, you have to, if you, if you not have, if you're in a situation where you have Alisson, you go ready, you, can, you have to forfeit. An extra spot in the attack or defense on the midfield for Liverpool teams, Liverpool players rather. So you will now end up having like Allison, Trent, and maybe uh, Salah. I miss out on the likes of Robertson and Diaz. So it's a good price, but it depends on how you want to structure your team. So nonetheless, I I will I really really look at and um, you know I really love the fact that Allison has recently this season. So moving on, um, I don't waste too much time there. Moving on, the next. Decent price, I think, is very wonderful. It Mendy at five million. Okay, this is actually crazy because Mendy, if I'm not mistaken, Mendy earlier last season was is it six million? I think either six million or five point five. 
Yeah, I think either six million five point five. Maybe it was I think five point five million. Yeah, it was kind of around five point five million because he was um, you know and he performed well as uh, the first twelve thirteen game weeks where Chelsea had like clean sheets back to back to back. I remember having Mendy in good then with Rudiger and uh, Christensen of British me, I didn't get with James then also. But you know, it's a it's a wonderful thing seeing a premium goalkeeper or a top you know, a top fourteen goalkeeper being priced at five million as low as prices of you know Ramsdale and Pope and some other keepers that uh, to be honest don't really worth the five million. So it's incredible it's an incredible decent price and um, it's kind of on my short list, on my watch list rather, I want to have him or Jose Sal also had a very good season last year um more on the safe side i think that's the, that's the preference of sir over mendy sir has more of the saves per matches he has more saves mendy is not always forced into those saves and i think later in the season last year he made a lot of mistakes going forward for chelsea and the clinches were not really coming as it were but um i think that's the reason um so between mendy and sir that five million price i think that's the same price for both keepers basically Goalkeepers this season have been priced this again. I don't want to go off track, but I'll be touching on more on other keepers that I feel like are good bargains going forward. So moving on from goalkeepers, um another decently priced player I would say falling in between the seven million range for the mid team and I'll give it to Harvey Barnes, who was priced at seven million and Cotillo, Aston Villa Cotillo. At seven million too. I think I was expecting a hike in price for Cotillo based on his um, his return to the league last season and kind of was kind of inconsistent. But he had a few goals and assists. I think there was a double double goal. He scored about twenty something points last season. And for those that captain him had like forty two points thereabouts or forty six. So I felt like it would be an addition. But this season the prices have been fair generally, very very fair to be honest. So um continue at seven million is, is, a, is a big steal if you can you know start early, you know, get into form the first three, four games. I think Aston Villa have some nice games. Um the first three games before it gets harder later on. Then Harvey Bounce also price at seven million is very, very decent and very, very nice. I would love to get him at a point in the season, but my only issue is Leicester have about four top six teams they will face between now and game week. Within game one and game eight, and I'm not sure Harvey Barnes is irregular enough to break into. I mean, last season he was kind of regular, but not really regular, maybe because of their involvement in the you know, Europa slash Conference League. And um, now that there is none of that this season, maybe there will be less rotation. But we have to remember the likes of Ademola Lukman is now part of the team full time, and um, there could be rotation on his part, but. Let's not worry about that for now. It's a nice price nonetheless. The season is about to start. We'll get more information on that. Then based on the same prices, the same prices. I think um the entire Leicester defense have very nice the same prices. Starting with the keeper, Schmeichel still five million to Pereira four point five, James Justin four point five, I think um, for Fana about four point five to those are those are regular starters for Leicester. And I don't know, maybe FPL have factored into the fact that um, they finished way out of the top six. I think they finished about eighth position, if I'm not mistaken. And um, 
maybe they have factored that into consideration and looking at the fact that um, they didn't really keep a lot of clean sheets last season so most of their defenders prices went down but players like Pereira at the point in FPL with 6 million you know when he was playing right wing slash uh, you know left winger for Leicester under one of the uh, uh, managers that got sacked I can't remember who, who was that so it's very it's crazy seeing the entire Leicester defense as you know decent as 4.5 4.5 in fact there are a lot of 5 4.5 defenders this year you know been wide to Miyasu um Crystal Palace defense except Tompkins that is Tompkins that is 4 million um, um some other you know Newcastle defenders uh, a lot of teams with uh, outside the top six that have uh, 4.5 defenders so it's, it's nice it's nice and um for me Leicester Leicester defense is a very nice decently priced team and um, at the point in the season I would may want to have one of the regular starters for Leicester at the point this season so moving on I think the next category of decently priced assets so far among all this um, I've been discussing about I'll give it to the last team that got um, prized today um, Nottingham Forest Nottingham Forest attack which consists of the new man the record holder rather the transfer record striker Taiwo Awoni our Nigerian brother who signed from Minam um, Berlin oh no, I think he had about 10 plus goals before January last year he was a very decent form before joining Nigeria for AFCON and joined um, you know taking a huge step coming to Premier League to finally get his chance he was once a Liverpool player who never really you know got to work for me to become an official under 23 player then but he has worked his way through you know, in other places in Europe and he's now in the league to prove himself and his price at 6 million 6 million he's also on penalties which makes me question the fact that the, his teammates and um, Brennan Johnson who signed the, like, about I think a five-year contract yeah it's like a five-year contract Brennan Johnson signed a five-year contract recently or four-year contract for Nottingham Forest the very decent lad was on form last season for Nottingham Forest I think 18 goals and 10 assists for them in the championship and now um you know full-time contract so he's there to stay there's no you know worries about him leaving also priced at six million he took most of the penalties for if not all the penalties from Nottingham Forest you know before they got promoted last season same thing with our um only taking pens for Union Berlin so it'd be nice to know who is on the penalties but for now I like their prices six million very decent I think that will fill in the one of my spots on the attack for you know my team but I'll be getting into a draft later so those are those decent players I know for now. So just to revise, these are the price players: Alison Becker, five point five; Mendy, five million; Harvey Barnes, seven million; and Coutinho, seven million. The Leicester defense, entire Leicester defense, decently priced. Um, and Newcastle as well. Forest attack, Nottingham Forest attack, very nicely priced. Now, um, before I head into another category of the overpriced assets, um, I'll be going to. I'll be diverting or diverging rather into a category that you know, is a little bit interesting. Now, I'd like you guys to share your thoughts on this. I'll write it down as a question later. Which 8 million mid priced asset would you like for the midfield? Like, among the 8 million assets that have been released so far, I know there will be more that released when the game is virtually, um, virtually launched, but um, among these 8 million 
surprised me feeders who do you prefer the most um i'll start folding for Man city team folding and maris yes folding and maris are both at 8 million but i'll be picking folding for this session folding um luis diaz 8 million also um the kaiosaka for arsenal 8 million um madison mothers you know madison of leicester city finished about 118 points last season more points than Saka actually and also private 8 million and missing mounts okay missing mount and kulusevsky missing mount of chelsea 8 million kulusevsky of tottenham about five goals and eight assists joining them in january decent awesome form also private 8 million which of these players would you prefer would you want to have at least two of them in your team or one or two of them in your team and which of these two or one out of the two would you want to have is it tottenham kulusevsky Maybe if you're folding, it could be a regular, you know, he has, he, he, I mean, he won three FA Young Player that season. So basically, it's kind of regular already, considering his impact in the team. And um, Saka, we all know Saka was up there among the young players last season. Madas basically was on form in the second half of the season. Um, Diaz, excellent signing for Liverpool in January. Um, Mount also was on terrific form for Chelsea. Making them finish in the top. So, which of these eight million priced assets would you like to have on the team? And so, just tell me your reasons for that, and we'll get in touch later on Twitter or Instagram. I'll be there to you know, discuss with you guys. So now, moving on to the next segment. Who are the players that are way overpriced? Okay, way overpriced kind of overstatement. Which of these players? Players, these players in this section rather. Players, I feel like FPO did not really do the assessment on why they were priced that high, except maybe one of them. And I'll be starting with that one that goes to Gerald Bowen of West Ham, priced at 8.5 million. There's an argument, you know, for Bowen based on him being priced about 6.5 million and kind of performed, let's say, overperform his current price as a 2021 2022 season. Finishing with about 206 points, and um, based on the fact that a 6.5 midfielder will finish with above 200 points, um, even more points than I think 10 more points than KDB, who is priced at 12 million now, it was kind of deserved that he got a hike in price from 6.5 million to 8.5. But I feel he's still way overpriced. I don't know personally, I, I don't I don't know, I just feel like 8.5 is kind of too much for me to pay considering the season just started and West Ham have kind of rough features starting their first game basically against Man City at home so I don't know if I want to have an 8.5 if that will give me 2 points for those first 3-4 games and considering the other people in the bracket I just mentioned about a few seconds ago the 8 million category where we have Saka, Mount, Holding, Kulisevsky and um, you know Diaz, Madas these are hot assets priced at 8 million and I have to pay an extra 0.5 for Bowen I feel like based on the category of players in that mid-price asset maybe is 0.5 too much I feel like if it was in the 8 million category yes Bowen is a standard option but currently without 0.5 maybe based on historic you know um, performance of last season could be worth it and I, I don't mean I respect his performance, especially for West Ham, he was standard option. I think the game against Man City last season, yeah, 
where Man City drew two two before the final deal. Bowen was heavily involved in goals against Man City, so he is a standout player. He is an outstanding player. Also got his, was able to get his first cap for England. So I respect him, but I don't know. I can't pay extra zero point five for Bowen. So I consider him overpriced for me. I, just, I think he's overpriced. Eight million would have been fine, but eight point five now is it's not it's not fair. It's not fair enough for managers. So yeah, that's one of the overpriced players so far. And secondly, will be. Dominic Camilleri, I think this is just this was just like <laughs> this when Everton prices came out. I think around four, they yeah, around four today, earlier hours of early hours today. Um, there was this kind of reaction from um, FPL community that was, <laughs> what is going on here? Like why, <laughs> why is Dominic Camilleri? Why is this year at eight million? Now why, why? It's very funny because I think this year was priced about. 8.5 or 8 million last season i, I can't recall to be honest but first around 8.5 to 8 million 8, 8 million to 8.5 million rather last season and um i think the first three five game weeks he was involved in a few goals and had the pen one or two penalties then he went he got injured like this injured took him out till basically around april later this year so and um, he was not really involved with the goals, helping Everton survive relegations. It was more of Richarlison that was doing that, since this year was out of the picture. And Everton struggled. We saw an Everton team that finished the top half of the season before, finishing in the 16th position of the current season. So that was very bad. So this year basically finished with 64 points, and his price was still priced at 8 million. Are you kidding me? Now a lot of people are frustrated based on the forward line because. Last season, forwards were practically useless. Last season, you know, um, I think there was a point they were shining, like Ronaldo. At a point, Ronaldo was scoring hat tricks. You know, beginning of the season, later in the season, around twenty six, twenty thirty or so, when he was once in a while available, and Harry Kane was also a strong option. But generally, forwards last season were terrible. Dennis had his chance till like Christmas, then just shut down. You know, till till Watford were relegated. So. You know, based on the, the the way forwards have been not been so much utilized in FPL, a lot of us were expecting that um, this season they'll be a little bit cheaper. Understand? Instead of being highly priced or giving giving them an increase in price or giving them the same prices of the same of last season, I'm expecting us to pick more forwards when there's much value in the defense of the Chewer and James and Trent and. And so many, so many delicious options with the 4.5 defenders and Diaz and all of that in the midfield. You know, I, I can also save money to add some. Why would I want to have a you know a, um, Aston Villa striker like you know or the Watkins that will give me four points when I can have some that will give me um, the goal for five, get the clean sheet point also, and you know assist you know just bonus point to all those. So the game favors the midfielders a lot. And I don't want to just go off track here, but this year at Milan is is just a big huge mistake. It's like I feel like they should just revise it. It's just terrible, terribly overpriced, not worth it anyway. Maybe sometime in the season if Everton are looking like interesting team, but right now hell no, I won't pay it Milan for this year. Hell no. Still on the topic of forwards, the next overpriced asset will definitely be Bamford. Also, who missed? Most of the 
Will I say the entire season? It was in the same show with this year also, Demi Carmelo. He was out for a long time. Started the season for like three or four games also and got a long term injury. Missing out on most of the entire games of last season until like game with 38 or so when he was getting involved with the under 23s and later got into the first team. At, I don't know, he didn't even started at that point. It was Gerhardt and um, Scarlett and Cole that were starting for Leeds as a team where they barely survived relegation also. And Bamford came in this season for maybe eight of eight million of last season at a starting price of seven point five. We are pricing Bamford at the same price of Oli Watkins of last season, who even played more, made, you know, more matches than that and even got more points. I think over a hundred points. I'm not mistaken. And you want to have Bamford in the team? Like hell no. FPL needs to do better than forwards. I don't know. Maybe in the future. Maybe not now. But this season, I don't think. Many of us will be investing in forwards, except the cheap, you know, promoted strikers like I mentioned about um, Taiwa Muni and Brennan, and maybe the likes of Mitchell Beach and, you know, what have you. But um, any striker, except maybe the likes of Callum Wilson that I saw was priced at 7.5. Um, any other striker aside, besides, I don't know, I don't think strikers should be priced high. They should be in 7 million category downwards. So it'll be easier for players to pick a striker and put up there. I know that okay, he scores today. Oh, fine, he doesn't score today. Very fine. Like, uh, I don't want to go off point. Overpriced assets, Bamford this year, Bowen. Sorry, Bowen, I just have to put you there. I respect your performance, but too too expensive, too expensive, too expensive for my team. Only a hundred million to spare. So, moving on, um, yeah, that's my overpriced category. Um, touching on the premium assets, so. For this um, poll, I'll be categorizing my premium assets into players priced between 11.5 million to 13 million. And yeah, they're not many, they are just like you know, 4 or 5. So, my premium assets in this podcast will be Haaland 11.5, um, Hurricane 11.5, also um, Son 12 million, Salah 12, 13 million, and KDB 12 million. So, that, those are the premium assets so far for me so um as i said i would there will be a section where i'll be looking at how we uh, we could fix in or fit in rather three premium assets for our teams and i'm looking at um how we could also have standout expensive defenders in the in our defense and um not so much um lack of quality in the midfield because of you know these three premium assets Basically, right now, it will be too difficult to fit in those three, considering um, players like um, Tottenham, um, Tottenham players like um, players from Tottenham like Son and Kane. Um, they have a game against Southampton, their first game. Then Chelsea, those two games are to be dicey. The first game it will be easier. The Chelsea game is kind of tough, but Son was on decent form last season. And he won Golden Boot, you know, first Korean to do it, or rather Asian player. So, um, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. So, I'll, I just wanted to just highlight my premium assets for this season and who among these three I'm picking. I'll get into that in our, my first draft of the season. And, um, yeah, moving on. This is the most important section of the pod. We are here so far. Congratulations, you guys are awesome. Thanks for listening. Um, if you're a new listener here, please. Don't mind me. 
this is how I speak. <laughs> this is how I, you know, I, I discuss my thoughts on FPL and like I'm having a discussion with myself. Also, a discussion with you also, you know, to brainstorm with me going forward into the new season. So, enter this next segment now. I'll talk about, I'll call this the potential gems. Potential gems. Yeah. Potential gems or my bargain picks. The picks I feel like are like one of the best value picks going forward. Um, like they are just players at the point in the season I will need to have at the two, three, maybe all of them in my team. And starting that list will be Everton defense goalkeeper Pickford. Now, if I recall, the last time Pickford was priced as a low as low as 4.5 was when he was in Sunderland. Yes, and this was a long time, like this is the longest time, like I don't know. 2015 season before he joined Everton when he made a lot of steps and Everton some longer relegated then Everton signed him then it was priced from 5 million upward like since then I don't think people that have ever been priced at least 5 million I think there was a point it was 5.5 so Pickford arriving at 4.5 million is crazy I saw it and I was like okay interesting that's like one of the best value picks I've seen so far, especially in the goalkeeping section this year. A lot of goalkeepers, like you are pricing people at the price of a normal keeper that came from promotion. Pricing people at the, uh, the same price with that of um, uh, Rudak, that of um, even um, you know Nottingham keeper, maybe Henderson or so, Nottingham Forest keeper and the best like. He hoped for. I mean, Everton did badly last season defensively, so I understand the reason for that. So, if Everton can improve defensively, the entire Everton defense at this point, the entire Everton defense, are uh, huge value picks going forward. You know, Tarkovsky just signed, and he's so priced at 4.5 million. Um, I think Hogan's will be priced at 4.5. His price was not revealed. Um, who again was priced 4.5? Coleman, I think Coleman was 4.5 for 5 million. I think 4.5 also. Mikolenko, um, yes. Mikolenko was priced at 4.5. These are, these are interesting attacking, you know, assets because Tarkovsky is good, you know, set pieces. Mikolenko is also good from the left wing back. Um, Coleman, not really regular anymore, but, you know, a good attacking option too as a fullback. Colgate, you know, Everton have good defenders. If they can improve defensively, I think they are bagging potential gems going forward in the season. Another potential forward or another potential gem is Jamie Vardy. Now, Jamie Vardy is priced at 9.5 million. Very, very decent price. I know he's coming of age. If I'm not mistaken, he's 34 years right now. He's coming of age, but this guy plays like he's the same age of Musala that just clocked 30. Like, and he's four years older. He's on form. Anytime he gets, especially when he faces, um, you know, lower division teams like Norwich and the rest, he always tries to score at least two to three goals. And strong thing about Vardy, I like about Vardy, he's fixture proof. He is not afraid to face the top six teams. And oh, that's why I like. That's why I call him potential gem because Leicester face four of the top six teams in. Um, in the first eight games, I think I mentioned that earlier for having bounce side. So, um, having a player like Vardy at 9.5 million will be very, very interesting. Just need to know when to have him rather. 
because um, he's in competition with a lot of strikers. There's Haaland, there's, um, uh, there's Gabriel Jesus that just joined um, Arsenal, rather was announced as an Arsenal player today, and so many other players. So I would love to have Vardy at the point this season. I'm really looking at it, but it will be from game week 9 to like game week 14 when the pictures like turn really nice for you know, Leicester and um, yeah, yeah. That's that's when I love to own you know Jamie Vardy this season. So moving on, potential gems, potential gems. One crazy pricing system that made me laugh among the, you know the, the entire price review so far was the entire the pricing of Mario as a team. Like Mario. <laughs> okay. What's taking me is that what making me laugh is um when I saw the Mario price list, I was genuinely shocked because since inception, I don't think Mario have priced as low as what I saw. Okay, we had Ronaldo at 10.5. This was someone that came in as 12 million last season. So, yeah, 12 million. Ronaldo 10.5, Bruno 10 million, Sancho 7.5, uh, I think Elanga 5 million, uh, Varane 5 million, Deher 5 million, and um, I think then Rashford. Rashford, I mean, Rashford had a bad season last year. He was injured most of the time, quite alright. But Rashford was priced at 6.5 million. Now, why I think my potential gems be basically, they have a new manager now, Tengham. I think he started preseason today. Now, Ronaldo is on the verge of leaving the club. He announced lately that he find he, he wants to leave Manu for a new challenge. He does not like the ambition they have. They're not signing players that will help them you know, challenge for maybe a top four spot or you know maybe a better chance at Europe or so or Champions League of the next season. So he declares intentions to leave, and this makes players like Bruno, who was on fire before Ronaldo came, and sort of stopped relying on his goal scoring ability and you know being more creative, helping Ronaldo up front and trying to assist. Having a huge decline in FA performance over two seasons, compared the season before the last that just finished, and you know I'm, I'm talking about two seasons. So the first three games, Bruno had the hat trick in the first game against Leeds, and he never scored that hat trick in game throughout the season. He never even scored up to you know, 10, 15 goals. This was Bruno Fernandez that we were calling last season, two seasons ago rather. And he's priced at 10 million. So with Ronaldo leaving and um, Rashford priced at 6.5 million and Bruno priced at 10 million, if Manu can pick up form as soon as possible in their first six game weeks, the entire team are going to become a potential team. But now I can't I can't I can't see much. Preseason just started. We have, we have little to see so far. Um I don't know who I can rely on. I mean they've seen a lot of training videos from the likes of Elanga and the likes of uh, um, Tanzi, um, yeah, what is this guy's name? That guy back now, Wambi Saka. And I think I saw Bailey in training, I was able to follow on my today. So, um, I, I really want to bank on the entire my team. There will be some gems later on the season, playing in the defense if it gets better. They are still here to sign some players for their midfield. Um, the DM, there's interest in that, um, Sandro Martinez, who is a very good DM for Ajax, but it cost them about 70 million. Everything finished on five form for the last six months. He played for four or five months. Rather, he played for um, Brentford and he's, he's, I think he was 
according to Fabricio and then David Anderson, he was supposed to be he, there is kind of a mind player right now. There's a whole year we go thing going on. So that's a nice addition, but I don't know how he will fit in because there's already Bruno and Van the Beek in the Mayu team. So well I'm not a Mayu fan, I just want to digress that Mayu have nice assets, nicely priced FPL assets, and Bruno is on top of that list. At 10 million, he could turn out to be fantastic assets at some point this season, especially looking at the first six games, and um, possibly, possibly Rashford. Rashford, Rashford because of his price, Rashford is 0.5 million just away from the likes of Martinelli, just like from the likes of um, Bruno Guimaraes, and you know those guys are priced at 6 million, and this is a Rashford that was a do or die asset for Man you, you know, they can't do anything with that. He was always priced at 9 million upwards and now he's priced as low as 6.5. I really have my eye on Rashford. And uh, man, when he hits form, when he hits form, I want to be one of the first to own him there. So, yeah, that would be my potential asset. Any other one I could add is maybe Wolves Defenders, the likes of um, Johnny at 4.5, Mrs. Um, I mentioned earlier, uh, 5 million. Snorri 4.5, Kwadi uh, 5 million, and you know, lots of them. Wolves have very good defense. Every season they get at least 10 plus 10 sheets. So, um, also Brighton defenders, um, you know, most of them are 5, 4.5 million. Lamptey, um, Dong, who again? Coella at 5 million. Potentially leaving the club to Man City. Decent addition for you know, the citizens. So, yeah, yeah, those are my potential gems. And oh, about 35 minutes in. So, um, let me quickly rush the segment. I've been waiting for my first draft of the season, and um, I was playing around at work today and I kind of created a draft team, yeah. And I structured it in my head this way that um, my potential draft, I think when I tweeted it on Twitter, I wrote my potential draft to be 5 million goalkeeper in the goal 4 million you know backup keeper then i'll have um, defense 7.0 in just as with cancelo um about a 4.5 defender 4.5 m defender 5 million defender 5.5 and 6 million defender then in midfield 13 million 5.5 8 million midfielder um 4.5 bench warmer you know just a budget pick and about 7 million you know, midfield and as well as constructing bounds and continue. Then for the forwards, with 5.5 um, on dev of Brighton, then Haaland um, 11.5 and maybe 7.5 ish, 6.0 ish striker. Then I will try and make sure I have 0.5 in the bank. So looking at this, I was able to create a draft which I didn't even save, but I'll try and say it off head. Um, I think I had Mendy in goal as my keeper. Then in defense, Cancelo, Cancelo, Trent. At the point it was Trippier, but I changed it to Trent. Cancelo, Trippier. Then in Chelsea, or rather, um, Chelsea, Chewell or James. I think I will Chewell instead. But I don't know if um, Thomas Tuchel is going to stick to back four or back three. If they stick to back three, then I'll go for James because James you know, loves going forward a lot. But if they stick to back four, I think I prefer Chewell because Chewell attacks also from that fullback position then uh, a cheap defender there would be maybe Christopher 4.5 defender 
and um, Perisic played a 5.5 to be a nice addition you know, in that defense. So that is Mendy, Cancelo, Trent, Perisic, and Chiwelo James. The midfield Salah, um, Neto, one of Saka or Diaz, most likely Diaz. Then um, I will change that 7 million player I wanted. I will change it to a 6 million at nearly and have a 4.5. Bench for the midfield. Then attack. Attack would be Undav, the new Brighton signing. Not don't know if it's going to be regular, but I'll put him as my first bench. 5.5. Then Haaland, and I've been saying I wanted Awoni in my team. Awoni, 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 Taiwanoni, Taiwanoni, and Nigeria brother. So I'm going to be very biased. I'll pick Taiwanoni as my second striker. So that'll be like a 4-4-2. I want to have an extra. 0.5 million bank going forward, so yes, I'll keep 0.5 million on the bank just you know, in case of inquisity, what happens in the future, we are yet to know. So, I can like if someone like Martinelli gets injured and Rashford is on form, I can easily move around Martinelli, Martinelli 6.0 million to Rashford to you know, 6.5. So, we would like to have an extra, you know, what they call it, extra money in the bank. So Looking at this team, it's going to be difficult to have three premium forwards, you know, attackers rather, likes of Hurricane and um, Hurricane Son and Co. in this team. But it's a bit difficult, but not impossible. You just have to forfeit one of your premium defenders, um, the likes of Chewell and Trent and Cancelo. So if you can forfeit um, Trent, for example, to a 4.0, you can put that money into. And put the SS change, let's say trend 7.5 to 4.0, you have 3.5. But add a 3.5 to an 8 million Saka or Diaz, and you have uh, 11.5 million. Yes, then with the extra 7.5 million bank, you can sign Son or rather Son or you know KDB at 12 million price. You understand? So it's possible, you just have to forfeit a position. In your defense, where you could have the best, you know, premium defenders, and um, you have to forfeit the likes of most likely Cancelo or Trent because those are the like the most priced, you know, um, expensive defenders. Trent finished about 208 points last season, Cancelo finished about 201 points last season. So that would be the way going to have those three million kind of players in your team, and um, yeah, except you want to go that route, you see. To be honest, I don't want you guys to overthink it. This is basically July the fourth, and I forgot to even wish happy Independence Day to my American fellows, whoever is listening from around the world. I know there might be one, someone, somewhere. Happy fourth um, of July to my American brothers. Um, you guys enjoy your Independence Day and you know throw fire, lot of fireworks there. Congrats. So this um, just to continue, if you want to have um a 4.0 midfielder as you know maybe you will find another one this season there's always one there was like of non-strong there was um Lefamento at the point last season so it's possible to find a 4.0 defense midfielder the precision season are just starting but it would be nice to know if i think your teams going forward you know there are a lot of things that the, the games precision is just starting many people have not even players some players are just reporting to duty this week you know, like Gabriel Sousa just did his first training today with Arsenal. So, try not to overthink it. Try not to make your 101 draft teams because 
you end up having a perfect team and getting rid of them before the main day and ending up crying out that oh I had this player in my team. I mean I've been there before. So try not to overthink it and just just create one or two drafts and watch things play out naturally from other from the clubs. Then make your decision as time you know as time passes by. So that will be all for today's podcast. We have about forty-five to one hour left running, and I don't want to. I didn't plan on recording this long, to be honest. But um, that will bring us to the end of today's pod, and I will leave you guys with this question: From our discussion so far, or from what you listened so far, who do you think is the best valued priced asset, or over you know overpriced asset? Do you agree with me that? Could be Bowen, maybe not. You know, I will leave a question in. Um, I will leave it as a question mark for you guys to answer after the show. And feel free to interact with me on social media via the handle or the username the FPL Manual on Twitter and on Instagram. Just search the FPL Manual and my name pop up. The DMs are open for you guys to ask your question. Ask me your questions. If you feel that you don't know how to set up your drafting, I could be our assistance. Ask me, you know, I'll get to answer you. If you have any questions, you know, concerning FPL or you know, if you want me to join your I should take a friend or so, ask me to join the Amadeli team. I don't mind, you know, eating you guys money. So yeah, sign me up for that also. So yeah, so contact me, you know, chat with me on social media at the FPL Manor on Twitter and Instagram, those are my major platforms. And uh, that brings us to the end of today's pod. Um, nice having you guys on today's show. Feel free to share to me with your friends. And uh, we'll see you again next time. Bye bye.